So in today's episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, I want to talk about how you can develop and maintain strong relationships with your mortgage lenders. Because as a mortgage advisor, this is very important. And you can actually use your marketing and you can use your automation. You can use social selling and social persuasion with online with online methods to maintain these relationships. Okay, we're going to unpack that right now. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. The show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's dive straight into it. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever it is you're listening to this. It's going to be morning because hopefully, it might be whatever time you want, but for me it's morning because I always do them every morning at like 9 a.m., between 9 and 10. Um, so today, as I said in this episode of the podcast, what we're going to be talking about, we're actually going to be talking about um, how to maintain and develop strong relationships with lenders, BDMs. This is really important. And to be fair, something that I think is hugely, I say this all the time, something I think is hugely overlooked. There's so many things overlooked, but something I think is actually hugely downplayed. And a lot of the time is not utilized enough, especially by, especially by um, independent, you know, one man band mortgage brokers, mortgage advisors, because lenders and good relationships with a lender can be the difference in, in a lot of cases. And I can't give too many examples because we know it's all compliance and da-da, but I, I speak to many advisors all the time and we all know about things that can get done and things and people will take a look at things and a view on things and, and that the BDMs can be very helpful to you if you have a strong relationship with them. The same course, I also speak to a lot of BDMs and I've had a lot of some of some brilliant BDMs on this podcast and and also been friends with them, maintained strong relationships with BDMs when I was an advisor. And the thing is, is that they'll also talk about how annoying it is, especially now because I'm like the role I'm in now. They're a lot more open with me. I remember going for for a coffee with with one um, from a from a specific bank who's a high street bank. I went for a coffee with them recently, and they were like talking about how you know they'll just kind of ignore or really push to the side that the the clients who are the then the the brokers who have no time for them because at the end of the day, it's a human to human interaction, and so benefiting and, and pushing these further for you, developing strong relationships with your BDMs and with your with your lenders is going to improve that. So how do you do it? Because there's a number of ways you can do it. I, I've, you know, there's a number of ways I've seen done very successfully. Some of these I've done myself, some of them I've done with clients, some of them are friends of who've done it. And I just wanted to, there's three specific ones that that I think you can do. And if you've got the time and you want to build that strong relationship, you can do it. So the first one is podcast with BDMs. So industry podcast. And and I love a, a podcast. Obviously, I'm here doing a podcast every day. I love it so much. But, um, and it is my hobby. Anyone who knows me knows I also have a, have a hobby YouTube channel called the Podcast Creators Hub, which is just my like hobby channel where I make content all about how to podcast and the, the latest news in podcasting and stuff like that. So I am a, I'm a bit of a loser for that. I love, love a good podcast story. And so when it comes to um, podcasting, podcast can be an incredible networking tool. And if you want to have good relationships with some key players in lending, in the lending space, in the provider space, in the intermediary space, then um, a podcast with them is wicked. I'd say who did this really, really well was a guy called Thomas Honor. So some of you all know Thomas. He's Thomas. He's been on the uh, podcast before. He's a good friend of mine. He actually, I, I actually worked in the network. He worked, he, I, when I was an advisor, sorry, I used, the network, which was HLP. I, I went with HLP because of Tom's recommendation because he, he's a good guy and I trusted him. So what Tom did back in the day was he would, he would interview providers and he would interview them 
and gained really good relationships with some of these key players and key decision makers up top. And so a podcast is going to be a great way to do that because they're all looking for content and exposure. They want to be exposed to new lenders. I probably have, I have BDMs who approach me all the time with this. The BDMs that you'll see who've been on here so far, um, like you think people like Jamie Pritchard, they're people who I knew previously and also highly rate. So like Jamie Pritchard is one of my favorite. Rosalia, um, you know, is uh, Roz. She's she's now obviously a coach, but I knew her. She was my BDM many years ago. So like there's all different, um, you know, like like the, the, the BDMs are good to, to be in contact with. I'm getting tongue-tied because I'm trying to drink my coffee at the same time. Um, so if you if that's your goal, a podcast can be a great way to do it. It's not very hard to set up. You can either just do Zoom calls and then market it. One, th- one thing I'd recommend, if you are going to do um, podcasts with BDMs in mind, I'd highly recommend that you look at doing, um, you also do, do uh, what's it called? Like um, you, you also promote that on like things like LinkedIn, where they're going to be, because that's going to be um, a good a good place to, to do that. So, but, but podcasting is a great one. You make some good relationships. If you can do on location podcasting, that's even better. Like you can go to their, their head office. That's what Tom used to do. He'd travel down to the head office and it was, it was wicked. The next thing to do if you wanted to do, generate good relationships and create good relationships with them is network with them on LinkedIn. Kind of touched on that a minute ago about LinkedIn, but there is more to it with this. People on LinkedIn, BDMs are active on LinkedIn. They're very active on LinkedIn. In fact, because more than mortgage advisors. So if you're interested in trying to create strong relationships, you might want to create LinkedIn as a platform purely for B2B. So this is something that people don't look at enough, but as a mortgage broker, you might decide, you know what, I want LinkedIn to be a B2B platform and I want um, I want the the other ones. So like my, um, you know, my, my social, my, my Facebook, my Instagram, uh, my YouTube, whatever, that's going to be B2C. And so that way you can create good relationships with people on in B2B on LinkedIn that you can network with the, with the latest lenders and people like that. And, and if you have, if you've curated your feed correctly, you're going to, you'll get that and then you'll get content that they know. And it's a really good place. So networking with them on LinkedIn is good. They're going to be talking about products. And if you're going to be doing that with them, you're talking to them and getting your name out there. It won't be long before, before people start to recognize you. Matt Chapman, a client of mine and a good friend of mine actually is, um, does this and he's super good. He knows every provider and every, he knows everybody. And the reason he knows so many people is because he, he does that. He's very active on LinkedIn. He's very active networking with people who make decisions. And so BDMs matter and networking with them on LinkedIn, commenting on their content, sharing some of their content. If you wanted to put weighing in and adding your own bits to it. These are all things that really do matter. And people will, people will respect you and like you for it. So networking with LinkedIn is a really good one for, for growing that relationship. And the last one is actually, and, and this is obviously super basic and probably teaching you all the suck eggs here, but see them in person. What a shock. Like BDMs have, first of all, many of these BDMs, and we all know this, some of you won't. So some of the people who listen to my podcast are like, old school veterans. And so I'm teaching you some of the new things here. It's like the podcast stuff. That's probably more aligned to you. The idea I went through these is like from, from like, like hardcore advanced down to, to beginners. Cause then other people who listen to my podcast are literally going to the industry or doing their CMAP right now. And so the ones who know what they're doing and they've been here for a while, the, the networking on, on LinkedIn is like medium. The, the podcast is probably hardcore, but this one, just see them in person. They have this quota. These are for the beginners. If you guys are trying to, you're trying to make a name for yourself, you're new into the industry or you're just starting off, see your BDMs, 
get they need to see people they have quotas of people they need to see you should be there talking to them don't waste their time obviously and don't waste your time but but these relationships matter and they matter way more than you think because these bdms the good ones um there's you know there's there's quite a few that i like kind of spring to mind in my head that are people who have been around for a long time and they move from from lender to lender but they're always around and the bdms you know, see them in person, you maintain that relationship and you're in this career for 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years, whatever, they're going to be around with you like me. <laughs> like I've been in the property industry now for 10 years, which is like the whole property finance space, different jobs in that role, but property, like, you know, state agency, mortgage brokerage, you know, corporate and then marketing 10 years, which makes me feel old, by the way. I don't, I, um, I never thought that would ever be the case. You look at this and think, wow, oh, wow, that was 10 years ago. Like, I left this. I went into this industry as like a failed actor thinking, what am I going to do? I'm going to got to do something else. I don't have a degree, so let's go and uh, do a job. And I went off and got an estate agency, you know, went to work in a estate agency, and then here we are now, 10 years later. Um, so it's a whole different thing. But so you don't know who these people are going to be if you're meeting them now. So you want to meet them in person. Now, one thing I would say with this, if you're going to meet them in person, a really good tip is to use Calendly. Now, you know, I talk about Calendly all the time anyway. So you talk about Calendly setup and how to use it. You can have a separate Calendly for BDMs. So like, I would highly recommend that you speak to a B if, if you want to use BDMs, have a Calendly set up for a BDM. And, and I've done this with clients as well. So like they'll, and you have them set up and that's just a specific Calendly for BDMs. It has the questions of like, you know, what, what you want to talk about, blah, 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 whatever, but it's separate and you set it up and you can send it to them and you say, look, I'd love to talk to you. Here it is. And, they, and then they can, they can talk to you there and they can book in. That means that your diary, they'll have access to your diary. They can book in around a time that suits you. You can have control of when you see BDM. So you might have, for example, a CPD day, which I actually, one of my clients who is really good works in the business protection and kind of mortgage, a business a mortgages for business owners space. And he has a CPD day. And he literally spends a certain day. It's like a Wednesday, I think. And on that Wednesday, like it's literally, that's what he does. He speaks to BDMs. He speaks to, he's getting knowledge again. It's not a waste of time. In fact, it's what makes you better. What makes you, what's what makes you um, strong. You know, one of my good clients, one of my very long-term clients, um, you know, like the BDM, he was buying a house and moving house and the BDM helped him throughout this process for for the mortgage he was with. The BDM literally pulled out all the stops was, you know, got the underwriters and spoke to them and pushed it through quicker. So like, like not push it through quicker, but like pushed it through in regards to like, just was like really on, on their case and seeing what they could do. All of this was because he met them in person. They'd maintained a relationship. They'd built, they'd spent time with each other. These things matter and they are the things. So just in my episode takeaway of this is these are the things that make the difference from you being a good advisor in the eyes of a client to not, because it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. It's a combination of everything. So it is about what you know as well, obviously, but it's massively about who you know. And there will come a day, there will come a day where you need them. And I think the biggest, the biggest frustration that I have in had actually and always have had in these in this industry, in the financial services, is that people kind of poo-poo this idea of of mortgage, uh, of, of mortgage PDMs. And they're like, oh, I just wasted my time. And 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 they're busy fools, really, because what they're not doing is they're not 
realizing that like, this is a lifetime career most of the time. For many people, they're in, the, in this for, for, for the long haul. It's like a prison sentence. Once you're into the financial services, you can't really get out because it's very lucrative and it's a, it's a compounding business and you make more as you go along. And, and then, you know, most of us have not got any degrees or qualifications that could transfer across. And so it's all of that. And so I would say, do not sleep on this idea of, of developing relationships. The relationships are the bit that's most important. Your client remortgages once every two to three, two to five years. These relationships happen much more frequent. So make sure you prioritize them. Now, I'm not saying cram your diary out and see nobody and only speak to BDMs. Absolutely not. That's another extreme. But what I am saying is you do need to think about how can you use the, the balancing act of CPD actually doing the business and maintaining and growing your network and authority with people in that space because those people will grow in their career they will and people who i work with today will probably be the leaders of tomorrow and that's exactly the same thing you'll look at there you don't know where they're going to be and so be connected with them stay close and support them and they'll support you that's my take on it anyway i'm pretty passionate about that type of topic i think it's one that's overlooked and it's definitely part of your marketing you can see how it connects to your your marketing and stuff so that is it. If you have any questions on this, drop me a message on Instagram, Ash, at Ash Borland. Always like a DM because some people like to do it privately. Drop me a message on Instagram or any social media platform, but Instagram's my main. And um, I'll, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now. 